Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Two Drunk Accountants. Hey! Hey! Number five! Number five. We celebrate every time we mention what number it is. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that, but for three, four, and now five, we have celebrated. You're going to get to your favorite number one of these days, Dan. What's my favorite number? I don't, I don't give a shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good friend. Uh, <laughs> let's start off with what's the Tim and Dan low? That's him and Dan Lowe. Are you going to go first, Dan? Or? Yeah, I can go first. Obviously, uh, the week of recording this, uh, Mother's Day has just gone by. So, uh, over the weekend, I spent a bit of time with the relatives. Um, you know, saw my mum, hung out with my, my partner's mum as well. And Friday night, took her out to dinner to uh, a fantastic restaurant, Four Hands. I know you've been there before, Tim. Yes. I'm a fan of Four Hands. They make great duck pizza. Mmm. You gotta love that duck. Mmm, I do love that duck. Succulent uh, breast. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, uh, yeah, my week has been fairly uh, fairly uneventful. Just uh, getting through work as always. How about you? Sounds about the usual there, Dan. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just throwing you on the bus. Actually, uh, I had a pretty good weekend, Dan. Yep. As you know, it's been quite busy in the office lately, so... Mm-hmm. Blew off some steam. Oh, yeah? You, you, you blew off some steam. <laughs> what did you do? Um, yeah, I went and saw a cover band. A cover band? Yeah, well, I was out and about, and there was a band playing. They were playing covers. So, is that count as a cover band to you? Or? I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, it got me thinking, actually. You received some text messages late on Saturday night. I may, I have, had a, I may, <laughs> I may have been one of the drunk accountants at that point. Yeah, you were definitely one of the drunk accountants at that point. So, it got me thinking. I wouldn't mind getting the listeners in on this. Mm -hmm. I think we should make some cover songs, Dan. I think that's a brilliant idea, Tim. And theme them for business and accounting. What's give? Give me. Any, do you mean we use existing songs and change the lyrics to be accounting or small business related? Yes, I Genius. do. Give I me, do. What's an example? Well, one example straight up, which we don't even have to change. Mm -hmm. We could just sing the lyrics. Yep. Pink Floyd, money. <laughs> <laughs> yep Alright um, But yeah I was actually kind of thinking of um, um, <laughs> There's a song we could just Just make straight up This is called Accountant's Blues Yes okay Quite appropriate Yep Sometimes accountants We have woes That we need to sing about Yeah In blues format um, Son of a preacher man There's a couple of applications here Mm-hmm I am a Bombers fan, so I was gonna I was and gonna so make it son dad. of a Bombers fan, yeah. but but we could also make it son of a tax man. <laughs> that applies both to you. <laughs> your, your, I know. your dad is both a Bombers fan and a tax man. I know. Well, we could we could put it in the same song, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both reasons to be sad. Oh, and the other one I've I've um, thought about was um, lift me lift me higher. So, but oh, yeah. instead of your yeah. love, it'd be your sales. Yeah. Your sales lifting me higher. <laughs> <laughs> got a good start there. Maybe got some harmonies. We didn't even try it. That wasn't rehearsed. Another one, Gold Digger. 
Kanye. Yep. Everyone loves a bit of Kanye. Yep. Yep. I ain't saying she a gold digger. He's, he's a lyrical genius of a generation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's just a few ideas there. If the listeners think of any, love yep. to hear them. Yeah. Because I'm very in. keen to get this happening. Send them in. Send in your suggestions either to our Facebook or to our Twitter account. We'd love some followers. Uh, we've been actively recruiting some followers on our Twitter. Uh, if you've been accepted or uh, followed by us recently, then you, you would know that. So, yeah, <laughs> jump on the Twitter. Give us a follow. Give us a follow. Give us a suggestion for an accounting and small business related cover song. If you're hanging out for the offer where we pay a dollar to like something for every like we get, well, it's never going to happen. No, but <laughs> so if just you give, get in there now. <laughs> if you give us a good enough idea, maybe we'll even make it. We will make this accounting cover. Well, last episode, we did offer that um, if we get to 100 likes by the publish, publishing of episode four, that we'll put up a picture of Dan's feet. But then I thought about that after we after we recorded it and I mm. thought, well, not many people are really going to care about that <laughs> very much, really. <laughs> I don't think many people want to actually see your feet. Everyone wants to see my and feet. They're fantastic feet. Be repulsed by them. So. No one's repulsed by my feet. Uh, but I've also, during Katrina the week... Katrina is repulsed by your feet. No, Katrina's she tells not me repulsed by She loves my feet. She told me in the shops when I ran into her. Okay. <laughs> That's another tip in Dan Lowe. I might use that next episode, actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll just give you a quick rundown now. In the shops, getting some shopping, running to Cat. Dan's out the front, holding the shopping. He wasn't in there with uh, wasn't in there with Cat, just letting her do all the dirty work for him. All right, here's the backstory. I was in Audi. I'd purchased all of the items uh, with my beautiful partner Katrina. Uh, we they didn't have the cream cheese she liked, so we went to Coles. <laughs> I was holding all these bags, so I held them out the front of Coles. She went in, happened to run into Tim, and obviously Tim's made assumptions. <laughs> I wish I saw you actually, because you would have been um, like that Facebook page grumpy man, where there's all the dudes sitting standing there, sitting there with like all the shopping bags, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looking depressed. <laughs> hey, I, I have nothing wrong doing the shopping. I like the shopping. Listeners, if you see Dan holding shopping bags, please take photos and post them on the page. That'd be fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right, Dan. Well, is that, have you got anything to add to the... I've got nothing else to add to the Tim and Dan, though, but okay. we should move on to the business update. Mm-hmm. Well, this week, um, I thought something that I noticed come that came through in my email was a point of consumption tax mm. in Victoria. Yeah, you, you mentioned this to me. I, I didn't get to read the article myself, so why don't, why don't you tell me about it? Yeah, so basically the idea is the Victorian government has announced that from 1st of January 2019, there'll be a tax on wagering and betting companies. Um, so yeah, I guess if you're not in Victoria, it doesn't really affect you. But essentially, um, yeah, 8% of net wagering revenue from betting activity in Victoria is going to be um, taxed by the Victorian government. That's that's a lot. That's heaps. That's a lot. Can you imagine? The There's amount? a lot of revenue there. That's that's not profit. That's wagering activity. Activity. And when, I'd like to see what the figures are of how how much is actually bet. Mm. Uh, There's probably in a Victoria. statistic out there on the internet. Yeah. Uh, so what 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 are they planning on doing with all that revenue? I don't know. I guess they're going to use it <laughs> for for government stuff, but 2% of it, 1.5% <laughs> of the uh, net wagering revenue. So like 1.5% of the 8% that they're going to take 
it's going to be put back into um, Victor- into the Victorian racing industry. So, so that's kind of a good idea. Like upgrade, I imagine upgrading facilities, um, mm. supporting the racing industry, mm. um, which I guess feeds the betting agencies. Yeah, I was about to say they're they're essentially investing more into their investment. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, if you think about it, um, there's not a lot of incentive for people to go to the races other than dress up and get written off these days. You just yeah. bet on your phone. Like, yeah, it's that right. easy. Mm. So I think they do have to kind of support the industry a bit there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that it has a lot of jobs, and uh, I, I've always, I respect people's right to enjoy the races, attend the races. I've attended the races. Uh, I sometimes question... I don't like it when they, like, horses die during a race Mm. and then, you know, all the dogs or or they they use the live bait stuff that happened in New South Wales. Um, That stuff annoys me. Yeah. But if it's all done above board and everyone has a good time, then, yeah, definitely. What's the harm? Bit of entertainment. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, Dan, just an aside, I realized you're driving me home tonight. So I'm free to be the drunkest accountant that I can be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if you keep drinking and you are too drunk by the end of this, then maybe I won't drive you home. <laughs> I'll just see you here tomorrow morning. I'll arrive at 7.30 to see, see what you're doing. I'll probably just get some work done. Yeah, probably. Knowing you, nerd. <laughs> No, in recording our cover songs. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I have a bit of a business update. Yes. So, it's a follow-up from a previous business update uh, where we discussed the ATO uh, Four Corners report, uh, you know, the, the use of garnishing notices and other aggressive tax, uh, tactics to by the ATO. recover debts by the ATO. Uh, bit of news from that, that... Uh, they're officially going to be uh, under investigation for their use of these things by the Inspector General, uh, especially the garnishing notice, which have often left people seriously financially ruined. And it's you know it's unfair and it's a bit harsh to do those garnishing notices. And and if you don't remember our, our previous podcast, a garnishing notice is when the ATO issues a notice to your bank or to someone uh, a customer of yours who owes you money, and they request that a portion of that money is sent straight to them rather than to you. So they can take money straight out of your bank account, essentially. It's nasty. It's definitely nasty stuff. And um, I actually haven't seen one come through um, since the scandal um, hit. Yeah, not, not, not that, that we had many. many yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, over the last few years are the only times that I... In, Almost ten years of working in the business. Over the last two years, the only time so the I time have I've seen ever seen notices. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So, so it's interesting that I haven't seen any more. Yeah, I, um, I agree. Yeah, but it, watch that space. I guess like they yeah. always threatened it. Like the you know th- there'd be a letter if someone owed money to the tax office. We could do this, but they never actually did it, <laughs> and at least to clients that we had because they'd usually pay their debts. But uh, yeah, past couple of years they've definitely. They definitely have done it, and but yeah, I haven't seen it since. Mm. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll track that. We'll keep you updated as that progresses. So, do you have any other business updates this week, Tim? No, I'll, uh, no, I think that's that's all the exciting things happening in the business world. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, why don't we move along to our main topic of this week? Uh, we have finished our series on entities, 
Uh, and now we thought we'd move on to accounting software. Hey. That was a common question. Someone starting up a business, they say, what should I use to keep my books? And what we thought we'd do is we'd give a bit of a comparison to what the main players in the market are right now, who they are, what they offer. Yeah, player. Yeah, player. <laughs> I'd, I'd suggest that we're probably the main players in the market right now. Uh, even though Tim's married and I've, I've, I've been in the same relationship for 11 years. We, we probably... I uh, thought you meant just the two drunk accountants, to be honest. Yeah, we're just players. Yeah. Player. Player. Don't blame the player. Blame the game. <laughs> So we, we thought we'd go through uh, who the main accounting software providers are, what software does, why do you need it, uh, what's a bit of a history of it, and uh, if you have any more questions after that, then feel free to contact us. Yeah, so let's start with the history, Dan. Let's go for it. Um, a lot of people uh, come to us and they say, oh, yeah, I've got to get some help with the books. With the books. The books. The books. What books? Yeah, Whose books? Uh, God knows. Mm. I mean, new accountants today would have no idea why they call them the books. No, you're right. I mean, to be honest, we <laughs> we know, but we're, that, we're of that generation. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we never did accounting in books. No. I have done some people's work who have edited in a book. I have done that. And then transferred it into a computer. Yes, I have done that too. But yeah, accounting used to be done in books. Big journals, big uh, books spread like the big ledger that had all the accounts along one side and then transactions down the next. Totals, GST, put the amount under the account. Yeah, that's why it's called bookkeeping. Yeah, because you, you literally kept the books of the business. I would have liked to have seen a bookkeeper like a couple hundred years ago. That's like a really nerdy thing to say. But... Yeah, I, I would have liked to see a bookkeeper in like the 20s because there would have been massive businesses, you know, Ford Motors, all these big companies. And, and like established governments with taxes. Exactly. Who require those big companies to keep records. So, Although I have spoken to my grandpa and he said back in those days, yeah, you can get away with murder. Oh, basically. you would have. Yeah. yeah. You could have said your income was whatever you wanted Imagine, it to be. Imagine. But, um, but yeah, so uh, that's the history of, of bookkeeping. Uh, well, accounting software in books. Yeah. Um, it started it, in it, books. Yeah. It's, it's not really... That much more exciting than that. For every function of the business, you'd generally have a different section in the book. So for a, a sales invoice, you'd go and enter it in there. Um, for the bank account, there would also be a different section. But you'd have to be flipping back and forth, doing your debits and your credits. Yeah, from, from ledger to ledger. That's, that's how you'd have to do it. So then... Uh, something well, happened. Something him. happened. What, was it the uh, processing machine, uh, IBM? <laughs> yeah, so... Computers Mr. were invented. Dell. Yeah, computers were invented. And I'd assume pretty much immediately they were used for this purpose. They were used to keep electronic records of large businesses that, who'd usually have their own software designed specifically for this purpose or some general uh, multi-purpose software that was extremely basic. It was probably written on the programming language basic. Actually, you'll get a laugh out of this, Dan. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard this story before. Dad, an accountant, obviously, yep. Um you know, his, his sufficiency with uh, computers at the moment. Yes, I do. Well, one of his main jobs back in the 60s, 70s, when he was corporate accountant, was being the person 
to enter the accounting information into the computer <laughs> that the international company he worked for had. Like the computer took up a whole room. That's classic. Yeah. That's great. How interesting is that? That's really interesting. Yeah. And uh, so he was the expert in like, um, I forget. He was the, a computer the, expert. Yeah. Like it was a precursor to Excel or whatever. Like that's, that's what he used. Yeah. It, it'd be the black screen with the green writing and you just enter in numbers and that would be it. Can you even imagine, like, I guess lumping this into computer, like a calculator never used to be part of the equation. No. So, I mean, that that is technically a computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, a calculator would have been a massive advantage to an accountant when they were first invented. Like, you know, you, you, would, have, you would have seen the top accountants and accounting firms suddenly get calculators and their processing speeds doubled. Oh my, can you imagine? Yeah, so you don't have to add it up on paper anymore. Long division. I don't think you could do long division anyway. I do forget. Actually, <laughs> I find sub- uh, subtraction a lot, lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that speaks loads. Good to know that uh, if you're a client of Tim's, he struggles with <laughs> subtraction. No, I've got a really good calculator, Dan. Yeah. So why all your clients do so well, Tim, because you can just add numbers. That's why they pay no tax, because I just <laughs> subtract all the income from the profit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. No, but um, so what was the next uh, progression, Dan? So the next progression is that personal computers came along, and this is where it really is relevant to all of mm. uh, our listeners, is because uh, for once, small computers were available for small businesses who could then use it to keep their records. And I'm not sure what happened 80s, 90s. I don't, I don't know what programs were around then. But for more recent history, especially in Australia, the, the, the main one you would have run into would have been... Mind your own business, Dan. MYOB. <laughs> who, who did exactly that. They minded their own business up until recently <laughs> and have fallen well behind. Yeah, so they were, <clears throat> they were basically the leading um, company providing accounting software. Yeah. Uh, there yeah, was others, Reckon, QuickBooks. To the mid, mid to late 2000s, really. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Zero wasn't until 2009 when yeah, they, did they start? Nine? I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. They weren't big until later, but yeah. they might have started 2009. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so NYB, and what you had was an electronic... A program on your computer that you could enter all your transactions to, code them to a sales and expense. You could run financial statements. You could uh, run depreciation, all sorts of things. Uh, probably not even depreciation, those first ones. Uh, <laughs> but just create a sale essentially with a client database all in this one system that uh, would, I'd assume would have revolutionized small business record keeping. Yeah, I mean, um, there's an off-the-shelf product that you can buy with one-off cost that replaces all of your books. <laughs> yeah. You no longer have to keep the books. You can do it on the computer. Saves you a lot of double entry of things because in a book, you have to do the debits and the credits separately. Mm-hmm. Like I said, those different sections. Mm-hmm. MYOB did that all for you in one, one hit, essentially. Yeah. Um, so for its time, yeah, brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure there was others in the marketplace, but they were, that, you know, the uh, MYOB followed by... Uh, QuickBooks. QuickBooks, probably, which is in Australia, Reckon. Yeah, uh, at the time, so that that was probably the main, um, the main two that you would have, and still to this day, probably hear about because of the legacy that they have. Yeah, exactly. So the the main uh, jump from there is that 
computers got faster, we got the internet, and now everything's on the cloud. The cloud. The cloud. And the clout. This is where the different softwares that you have access to, because everything's online, uh, has gone gangbusters. There's, yeah. there's tons of software that you could be using for your record keeping. You know what I never used to say, Dan, that I say a lot now? I'm a terrible accountant. <laughs> Actually, I used to say that all the time. <laughs> oh, I thought you just say that a lot now. Uh, the, the real truth of the matter is, Dan, mm. that it, right now is a very exciting time to be an accountant. Oh, you're too right, Tim. Too right? Too right. Very exciting time to be an accountant. I agree with you. I wonder if accountants were saying that when, when like the calculator came around, the computerized I guarantee you. They were like, this is an exciting time wait, wait, to wait, be wait. an accountant. We are coming forward in leaps and bounds. <laughs> So, yeah, so we're now on the cloud, and I guess this is where the history stops and we get into present day and we can get a bit more uh, in focus about what softwares are actually available to you and give some more relevant advice. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so the cloud, um, if you, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you know what it is, but... Um, You'd but be you, surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for older, older clients, generally have to explain it that um, a cloud accounting solution is a lot like Facebook. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's I mean, it's way. the easiest way for people to understand yeah. it. Rather than being stored on your computer, it's on an internet browser on yeah. your computer. And it, there's um, online storage. You can a access it at any place or time as long as you have a computer and the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you don't have the internet, you're probably not listening to us right now. <laughs> yeah. And so when, and we're not going to be MYOB here. We're not going to bang on about how good the cloud is because we, we've <laughs> yeah. moved past it. We, to be honest, we, we've moved on. Everyone we, knows about it. Everyone knows that there's accounting software, but MYOB and other ones still tell us that cloud accounting is the future. Well, there are still webinars the selling the cloud accounting software and it's just... That's old news. So, so if you haven't already, get on the cloud. Like, it's yeah. the only place to be, yes. essentially. So, uh, Tim, what softwares, what are the options in your mind right now? Okay. So, if I had a small business client come in yep. um, and they were looking at setting up a business, um, the options in my mind straight away, Xero, uh, mm -hmm. MYOB, Yes. And QuickBooks. QuickBooks Online. Correct. So this, these aren't the exclusive list. There are plenty others. I've had a client there's on so Sasu. Many. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, industry-specific ones, which are often more of a pain than, yeah. than any Beware, good. Beware the sales pitch all-in-one accounting solution because yeah. that's... It never <laughs> is. Scary stuff. More often than not, I've seen you know you know a tiler come in and say, "Oh, I've got this tile supplier, and they want me to use their accounting software." And guess what? It's a desktop-based software. They have to manually enter in every one of their bank transactions. It's a nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the amount of time that's saved using the um, cloud solutions is is amazing, and it's mainly because they have bank feeds. Yeah. So what I might do is start off with the classic and let you know what MYOB is. Uh, yeah, so MYOB, the historical, historical like standard, standard so, software that you would use. And as, as if you do a bit of research, there's a couple versions of MYOB. The first one, the main one, is their desktop solution. 
Now, so that's, that's actually called Account Write Live. Account Write Live. So, NYOB Account Write Live. So, what this Wait, is... So, when you say desktop, you mean the one that is on the desktop, but can also go on the internet. Correct. Account Write Live. <laughs> so, it's it's silly, really, but I won't be too negative. What, what it is, is it... <laughs> no, Dan. Be negative. This is our podcast, right? <laughs> All right. Be as negative as you want. It is... It is completely silly to have a software that is both desktop-based and internet-based in a world where everyone has the internet. But it's a hybrid. It's silly. I think they struggled to foresee that cloud accounting would be the future. And instead of creating an all-new, which they did eventually, but it's rubbish. We'll get into that. uh, Creating an (laughs) all-new cloud-based solution, they just said, all right, we'll we'll let multiple people access your file sitting on our server, but you need to download a desktop software to run it. Which means that you can only access that software anywhere that you've downloaded the program onto a computer. Get this, Dan. Now, this hasn't happened recently, but I'd say about 12 months ago, Mm -hmm. I had to install a new version of Maya We Can't Write Live. Yes. Which I hate doing. Um, And yeah, had to restart my computer. Had to restart. My computer. <laughs> these sound third world problems. Yeah. <laughs> these these sound first world. Yeah. First world problems. No, that's third world problems. <laughs> <laughs> third world accounting problems. <laughs> so yes, but apart from the fact that yes, MYB is desktop. Uh, it do, It is full featured. So it does have bank feeds. It's not really easy to use it's, uh, the, it's not convenient it's it, the myob you've you've known and loved yeah so if exactly you, if you're an myob fan there is a good chance that you will still really like myob potentially yeah. because you like the look and feel it's what you've always used but this is a version which is just that the one you've always used but it's online so the beauty of that is your accountant can log in and you can look at the same information at the same time it's all Correct. about live data Correct. And that, and that bank fee that Dan's talking about, um, it also keeps your information more up to date. So it brings in the date, the statement description and the amount for you, which correct back in, in five years, even five years ago, Dan. It was amazing. I would, have, I would have spent, I think I would have spent hours at a time just putting in date, statement description, amount. And amount. Yeah. You know, um, off a bank statement, just just bulk entering. So yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so um, if, if that was the only product around still... Not a bad product. No, not a bad. It, it does everything that you need it to do. They update with all the recent things. You know, they update your tax tables for your payroll. It does your payroll. It does invoicing, quoting, purchase orders. It does everything essentially that you'd need it to do. Uh, it does automatic super now, which which mm-hmm. Zero does as well. It's but the problem that oh. I find <laughs> is that all these features are there. They just haven't changed in ten years. There's just so many kinks. Yeah, like... and and they they take a long time to process. Uh, however, as Tim said, if you've used MYOB in the past and you like it, then you're going to find this very easy to use. It's exactly the same. It just has some new features to keep up to date with the changes. Uh, positives is that it's fully inclusive. It has everything that you need. Uh, it is a legacy software, so there's plenty of information around on how to use it. There's even courses taught at most community colleges, MYOB. At TAFE, MYOB, even at university level, somehow they've squirreled into there and there's MYOB courses. I know one of our junior staff um, actually did a course in MYOB at his uni, which surprised me. But um, yeah, so 
they, they're the positives. The negatives are... Can I cover the negatives, Dan? Okay. Because uh, if you haven't noticed, I've been silent for the last minute. Yeah. And that's because I've been writing negatives. Yeah, so. I, I have a lot of negatives too. Let me just say this one thing. Tim feels so strongly about the negatives of MYOB that our region, uh, what would you say, salesperson <laughs> who gets in contact with local accountants. Our Tim, area manager. Our whatever. area manager. Tim... Tim didn't rip into him. It was very lovely to him. He's a nice guy, but Tim Marty, complained. You're Marty. You're, yeah. you're a great bloke. You're a great bloke. Tim thoroughly expressed his dis- <laughs> displeasement with all of the features in, in MYOB. Just trying to help them improve. That they made up a pretend competition <laughs> and sent Tim, <laughs> said Tim won and he got, an, he got an Apple Watch, which he's wearing, not right now, oh. but he normally wears. <laughs> you can see the tan line. You can line. see the tan line. <laughs> That he received it in the mail to keep him quiet. This is when Apple Watches weren't a thing yet as well. Yeah. So this is like three yeah. years ago. Or I'm, I'm 100% certain Tim never entered a competition. Zero, if you're listening, I, I am partial to the odd Apple Watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But no, I mean, I was trying to help them improve. And, um, and because we used to... May, we 100% of our clients used MYOB yeah, like and, five and years ago. So did so. we. We had our practice management software was a zero program. So basically... Oh, sorry, not a zero program. An MYOB program. <laughs> On the brain. So, um, so, so yeah. Tim, go away. Get the negatives. Go away? All right. Go I ahead. I do have to get another beer. I am empty. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. So negatives. First one, updates. Who the fuck wants to update their accounting <laughs> software, Dan? If you're running a business, do you have time to update your fucking accounting software? I'm sorry, but that's a big minus for me. It is probably... If I think about the software, it is the minus for me. I get so frustrated. You go in, you say, oh, sorry, this, this software is not available anymore. You need to update. Then you need to download the update. You need to install the update. Install. And then oh. if you've installed the update, then you need to upgrade your file to go with that. It sends shivers right? down my spine. But here's the kicker. If you've downloaded it and upgraded the file and you can access it and everything's great, if someone else needs to access that file and they haven't downloaded it, oh, they yeah. can no longer access your file until it's, they do it. It's almost as if MYOB have shares in bandwidth <laughs> because they just want everyone to be downloading and uploading all the time. <laughs> So, yeah, that, that shits me a lot, mm. that one. Um, super. Yeah, automatic super, it's, it's not great. The MYB version of it, it's really difficult to use if you're not up to date with it. Um, so, basically, if you're just starting out with using the automatic super, function, super annuation payment function, it's really, really painful. Um, it's illogical. It's just not... I know Zero use this all the time and, and I'm sure QuickBooks do too like with their simple solutions but mm. um, it's not beautiful that's for sure like MYOB is hashtag Zero yeah <laughs> yeah so MYOB for someone who's never used an accounting platform before is so daunting um, yeah, I'm just, it, people still like uh, up to within the few years last few years people still go to like TAFE courses on the weekend or like um, Sunday school sort of equivalent courses. Yeah, that's what I was just saying um, before. Yeah, to like learn how to use MYOB when when you know zero. I find a lot of people or book uh, QuickBooks. A lot of people 
um, jump in. They do like some online research. Um, there's a lot of help there's training there. videos online. Yeah, and and essentially, like it's it's more logical. Like it's it's built for people who aren't accountants. So I mean, for me, that's that's a huge plus. I'm not. I am an accountant, Dan, but I can see for the clients that's a huge plus. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Now on that support on the help function there, support. Not great. I'm I'm afraid to say. Um, yeah, I, I've never had good experiences with the support at MYOB. Even just trying to cancel a client file for them has mm. taken me hours in the past. And then it's not done. They still get charged, and then I have to go back to MYOB and uh, get them to like refund those charges. I've often found trying to cancel it. Uh, you know, the clients ask me to do it for them. I ring up. They don't let me do it. They make the client call up. You have to send them an email. Like yeah. the, the client has had to send me an email to send to my area manager to send to the support people just to cancel a file. Yeah, which is a joke. It needs Ridiculous. to be simple. It's not simple. And it's... Uh, it's expensive? It's expensive. <laughs> it is definitely not cheap compared mm. to the other market um, competitors. Mm. So, I mean, it, it, it's either on par or more expensive. Yeah. Um, updates? Did I mention updates, Dan? <laughs> you did. You did, Tim. You definitely mentioned <sighs> updates. Damn them. Damn them to hell. Roll over financial years. Yeah. And, what and the? here's something that really bugs me that now that now that we've experienced other situations, when you roll over a financial year, you lose most of the data. From previous years. Yeah, like, oh, um, I want to see something from two years ago. I just want to check that invoice I sent to Dan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me restore that backup yeah. in the version that it was being used in two years ago. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. I want to run a P&L from two years ago and compare three periods. Oh, three. No, that's beyond that. Don't you dare think about comparing three <laughs> no. years at once, Dan. No, exactly. It's, it's a joke. It's... Uh, <laughs> Jeez, I feel like we're really ripping in NY a bit, but they deserve it. They oh, deserve it. They, I hope they, they take this on board and improve, and they're a big company, and yeah. they, they can improve. Like, we are always on the lookout mm. for the market-leading software. Yeah. If, a, if, if NYB became that again, then we'd I'll be all rave, for it. I will get on here, and I will rave about it. So, Tim. I've, I've got one more day. Okay, right. Backups. Because oh. whenever a backup happens... I remember back in the day, I would make a backup, and there would even be a message come up on the screen... From MYOB, embedded in the software. Thank you to their developers for this as well. Mm. It said, how about you go grab a cuppa? Because this is going to take a little while. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's so, it. We're accountants, so we're working for a client at that, at that stage. Yeah. That's costing a client money yeah. for us to back up the damn file. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to end this with a case study. <laughs> I had a client, right? who had the full version of MYB Account Right Live. They did all of what you said. They're updating, they're backing up, they're running everything through the inefficient bank feeds and in illogical ways to go about most of their things, right? Everything was going fine. They had another MYOB product, Retail Manager, mm. in which they ran their business through mostly because they had a retail business where they sold goods in a store. Uh, so now it's you their point would, of sale system. It's the point of sale system. It also kept track of their inventory levels. So they could reorder stock, make purchase orders, all that kind of thing that you need to do. Hmm. Now, would you assume, Tim, that these two softwares would 
link in in this day and age? Would you think that if I made a sale in my point of sale system, it would appear in my normal ledger? Of course, like yeah. it's just they're written by the same company. Yeah, right. No, it didn't. So what what you had to do <laughs> is you had to finish everything that you're doing in that software. You had to take it offline. You then had to take your MYOB file offline so no one else can use it while you're doing this. And then you upload that file to the other file. It syncs, does everything it needs to do, and then you can reload it back on to uh, back onto the online version. That sounds like a nice simple daily task. Yeah, it does sound like a very simple daily task. Not it didn't work. <laughs> no <laughs> they had it they had to pay an expert thousands of dollars to come in and set this up properly. Mm. The, the expert told them that they couldn't have their GST registration be cash. It had to be accrual. Oh, my God. Right? Because the software wouldn't allow you to upload it properly. It had all these this, random this sales. This is also a business with a large amount of accounts receivable. Yeah. Their next baz, exactly. like wallop. Exactly. Bang. So, they, they, had, they had this weird suspense accounts where all these sales and received money were going through. It just didn't work. Not only that, here's the, the kicker, right? So, they went to go reconcile one month. And the balance just wouldn't work. They couldn't figure it out. They went through all their bank transactions. What haven't we entered? Why doesn't it work? It balanced at the beginning. Why doesn't it balance at the end? Uh, we couldn't figure it out. They went another month. Still didn't balance, but it was out by the same amount. They went another month, same thing. So that's when they called me and they said, "What's? can you help us here? We can't figure out why this isn't happening. So I ran some reports and found out that on the balance sheet, the bank statement balance was correct. Right? Hmm. What's going on there? In the reconcile screen, it's wrong. But in the bank balance sheet, it's correct. That's just those gremlins, Dan. Yeah. The gremlins in the... The file the corrupted because of uploading and downloading all the time. Oh. And to fix it, when I contacted MOB, I had to send them the file and it would take two weeks. Two weeks. At which point, I would then have to re-upload everything I've done since then through a backup, which they would do for me, which would take another day. My God. Yeah, and, and I can guarantee that my old retail manager does. It costs several thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, it's not cheap. Um, and it, that, in that scenario, it it's costs mm. a lot of money for the client and, yeah. and, head, and headaches. And they, they can't check their real data. Yeah. So, 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 rant over? Rant over. So, what I'm going to say is they have identified that they have these problems. They're still pushing with that main software. But what they've done is they developed a second software. And this is called MYOB Essentials. It's their cloud solution. Yep. Uh, it's what they're trying to compete with the QuickBooks and the Sasus and the Zeros. Uh, I think I even heard that Essentials or that online platform may even become the full version of MYOB eventually. Yeah, that's their that's their end game. That's apparently. the roadmap. Yeah. Um, look, I I do see updates and changes in Essentials yeah. when I, when I log in and, and check it. Um, he, he, yeah, it's 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 to me it's it's a shell of a product. It's very limited. It's it's the it's, bank feeds are better. It's simply NYOB saying we need a market offering in the pure cloud space. Like we can't have, not everyone wants to install an update mm. as we've covered off. So that's what they did. They came out with essentials. Uh, yeah, I, I see I see a lot of issues with essentials. It's not bad. It's not bad. But again, for the price that they're charging, it's not something that I would recommend to a client. Yeah, my the positives of essentials are one, it's all in the cloud. They've identified that good. 
the next thing, the bank reconciliation screen is easier than this equivalent one on MYOB account right live, I feel. It's a bit more intuitive. You have, you know, your bank accounts on one side, sorry, the transaction on one side and where you allocate them on the next and it shows your rules and all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. It, that is a bit simpler. And rules automatically post in Essentials? Yeah, rules. I, I like that when it works. When it works. But yeah, I, I do <laughs> like that. I do like that. And also there's automatic matching of invoices. I like um, that too. Like payments against invoices. So it's, so it's actually trying to eliminate some of the bookkeeping you have to do. Yeah. But I have found a lot of mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty embarrassing when a client thought that an invoice was paid and two months later they realized Yeah, so, it so you do have to because check it myob auto matched it for them um yeah and, and like yeah i guess they've got some cool stuff in terms of um the app you can actually take payment mm-hmm. on the phone app um uh, what else uh i the payroll is pretty simple if you if you've got one employee it it's yeah look uh, <laughs> I'll cover off on that in negatives, okay. which we'll get to pretty shortly, I'm assuming. Yeah, but, I, think, uh, I think there's two sides. If you've got one employee, it might be easy. If you've got one employee, one bank account, easy piece, piece of piss. Uh, if you've got several employees, several bank accounts, and you change the bank account that you're paying your employees hmm. through, then oh, oh, it's, it's going to create issues. Um, and the, the big thing is it wants to match exactly to what you owe your employees. Hmm. Sometimes that's into the cents. And if you if you round to the nearest dollar, well, it's not going to match. Your accountant's going to have to fix it for you. Yeah, it's not simple to fix. So moving on to the negatives, and my main negative is how simple it is. It has no functions really. Uh, you can't even look up a transaction. You have to go into like a PNL or a general ledger report to find individual yeah, transactions. Yeah, no searching. Yeah, it's very hard to fix mistakes if you've made them in bulk. It's very hard to fix that. Yeah. Uh, but you want to be able to make mistakes when you when you're booking, especially in cloud platforms, yeah. because you may not have ever used an accounting system before. So. My 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 thought on this is that they didn't want to cannibalize the market for their account right live software. So they made it. So less... they made it incredibly simple for yeah. people who just want that and want something easy online. It's a lot cheaper than the traditional MYB software. Uh, so yeah, I really uh, it works. My main negative. If you're in it. Yep, it works. That's it. One major drawback of MYB as well, Essentials. Um, it's so hard to get out of it once you're in it, Dan. Uh, so hard. So they were, they were only The only thing you can export is contacts. Yeah. And even then, it's, it's not a great list. So we've had situations where a client has been on Essentials and have wanted to change to a different accounting software. And the only way, the way we'd normally do that is you export transactions you know if you're halfway through a year and you want it all to be in the new software then you'd export all your transactions and import them into the new thing export all your contacts export all your invoices your accounts receivable your accounts payable all these things uh, into your new software uh, they don't let you do that uh, it's almost like they're locking you in on purpose yeah. yeah which is a shame for early adopters of the software people who got in there when it was first released um it's very hard to get out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you can just start with a clean slate with a new software, but that kind of sucks because we all like historical data. Yeah. And uh, because it's month to month, you stop paying your subscription. Well, you don't really have access to the detailed reports anymore that you did. Yeah. So let's let's move on from MYB. It's we've this podcast is already going on long. So I know. So let's say uh, we're passionate, Dan. We're passionate. We are passionate. Uh, so the next thing would be all the other ones in the field. You've got your QuickBooks. Uh, 
Yeah, let's let's give let's a summary. Just do a quick quick fly. It's not something that we use a lot of. Um, it's probably the newest, the newest entrant, especially to the Australian market. Yeah, we're talking about QuickBooks Online here, not the yep. old Reckon QuickBooks desktop version. Yep. So just forget those ones. There's been a bit of change in terms of who owns it. Hmm. It's Intuit who owns QuickBooks Online. Correct. Um, yeah, uh, this is better than Essentials. A couple of reasons why. It's cheaper. It's much cheaper. They run crazy specials on prices. I'm still amazed at some of the pricing they offer. Some of it, I've seen less than $10. Then I have seen... I've seen five once. They offer... We'll see if you can beat it. Once upon a time, they offered us 10 files for a dollar a month. Those Ten. are full files. Yes. Yeah, so, a month. So that's, an, and as Tim's just said, they're new to the Australian market. So that's, that's aggressive market entrance tactics. They're so. a big global company. They're, they're um, doing the loss leadership. That's their strategy yeah. at this stage. So in my experience, uh, I haven't found QuickBooks Online to be that uh, that uh, that easy to use. I find it a little bit um, illogical with some of the areas, and it might just mm. be because I'm not used to it and I haven't used it that much. It could be that. Um, I agree with you, Dan. Like mm. it's some of the way that you navigate around the screen, mm. so you don't actually change. The way um, QuickBooks Online is, is you don't actually change windows. So when you click to another page, it rarely actually reloads a new page. Mm. It's all, I think they tried to make it easier by, uh, you'd click a link and then it would bring up this hidden section of the page yeah. or change to a different area of the page so you mm. don't have to constantly reload. But that just gets really confusing after a while because yeah. you feel like you're just in a maze a little bit. Yeah, I, I did exactly. That's how I felt when I've used it in in the few times that I have it. It's. I felt like I was in a maze. So, the reporting is not as nice. No. But, I mean, if you're a small business, like a freelancer or um, mm. or just getting started out, the price and just being able to report, brilliant. If you're someone, I would recommend QuickBooks for somebody who is a tiny business. It's probably just Micro them. Business. Yeah, it's just them. They're really cost, you know, aware that yep. they, they want to pay minimal as they can. All they, they want is to lodge a tax return. Yeah, they don't care about like financial reports or yep. doing. I mean, you can, you can, you can feed the information out to other cool things and do mm -hmm. more advisory stuff there. But yep. yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it has add-ons and all that kind of thing probably as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's for, quite, for quite a strong add-on marketplace. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would. Uh, it's definitely something that could grow, could get better. For example, it's something that our podcast, mm -hmm. something we don't want to spend any money on. No. We could keep, if we were wanting to keep records of it, chuck it in QuickBooks. Chuck it in QuickBooks. Because like, there's so many free files out there, like so many yeah. cheap files out there that you can get. So that that's the main pull for me to QuickBooks. Um, yep. It does everything better than MYOB. Mm. Not as good as zero. No. Um, main drawback then, again... Your info is held for ransom because <laughs> yeah. you can't export it. Same as essentials. <laughs> the best thing you can export is the contact list. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I I have it is frustrating. It's very frustrating. But I suppose their thought is, well, you should like our software so much that you don't want to change. But mm. that's not the case. People change. People need to move. People just might need to export that information for all sorts of reasons. Your business not, might be closing and you don't want to have to worry about accessing a file that's on the internet. You don't want to pay it anymore. You just want to back it up, save it, forget it. 
Yeah. And, and yeah, you just can't with QuickBooks Online, unfortunately. Yeah. So before we get on to the one that we would recommend, uh, there are others. The Sasu, I've used that. Uh, I had one client on that. It's very limited. It was okay. I'm not sure what they've done in the past couple of years. I haven't been on it since then. Invoices to go. Invo- invoice to go. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of them out there, and there's mm-hmm. industry specific ones uh, that might work for you. On the industry specific note, um, mm. that sort of relates to add-ons in my mind. Yeah. We're going to have a whole other topic, a whole other podcast about add-ons. We're going to pick some of our favorites, some of the best ones we think that are out there, mm. and just like um, give you some information on them. Yeah. Um, on the way we see them being used. Yeah. So, no fur- without further ado. The software that I would recommend to absolutely everybody who's come in and asked me, and we have, at this point in time, or, a, you know, there's no stake in the game for us here. We're happy to change this if anyone gets better. Zero. Yeah, definitely. This is my market leader at the moment. I love it. Yeah, and... Every software has drawbacks. You know, Zero isn't the cheapest one out there. Uh, some of the pricing can. I think you start off with twenty five dollars, but you only get you know one bank account, five sales invoices, and a twenty transactions or something. Yeah, transactions. yeah, it's kind of useless. That one's kind of pointless. Yeah. Uh, it jumps up to fifty dollars from there, I think. Yeah, fifty dollars. Yeah, and and with that one, you get you know all all the. Um, unlimited bank transactions you want, sales invoices, all that kind of thing, but it's just one employee. It's just you. You don't get no, the super. No automatic super. No, no automatic one. super. No multi-currency. So really, if you want a fully-fledged software that can do everything for you similar to AccountRight Live, if we're comparing apples to apples here, uh, it starts at $60. Yeah, $60, five yeah. employees. Um, automatic uh, super. Payroll, automatic super. Multi-currency. Oh, you're invoicing, quoting, bills. Bunch of bank accounts. Yeah, um, our, the bank feeds work excellently. The bank um, feeds, rules. yeah. The, the bank feeds are the most, the, the simplest out of all of them. You know, they come in, it's a very easy to understand screen. You've got your rules that apply. You, it, it suggests things for you. It starts. It started to learn since they've moved onto different servers. It, it's learning what you do. It makes suggestions. Uh, very easy to use. You know, if you've got cash coding, you have a few alternatives to yeah. code some of these cash things. Cash coding is awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't know if QuickBooks Online has cash coding. I don't know. That is a huge advantage to an advanced user yeah. of zero. You can code four or 500 bank transactions easily, I don't know, an hour, depending on yeah. how different they are and, and yeah. if, how many rules you've got. Yeah, if there's you a lot of just, common transactions. You can smash them out. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think we definitely see... A lot of benefits in um, our clients using zero, which is why we suggested yeah. to them at this stage. Um, and they're always pushing the boundaries in terms of development. So they've added projects, which is a way to track like job management. Job management. So you can put time against a job and then bill it out to a client. Um, so that's only simple at mm. this stage, but that, that will grow in functionality. Yeah, it has auto super that's very easy to use. Auto super is the best. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. You, you literally just, uh, you do your pay runs every week, fortnightly, monthly, however often that you do them. You go into superannuation, tick the employees and the amounts that you want to pay for the super, click submit, you get a text message, enter in a code, and then it takes that money from your bank account and to a clearinghouse and then disperses it to all the other super funds for you. 
It's awesome. Couple clicks. It's awesome. And that that functionality will actually be available for paying bills. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I thought it would have been released by now, but apparently so. Yeah. So they announced that we will be able to, the same way that we do that, we'll be able to log on, select which bills you want to pay that you've entered in, and then do the same thing, as well as I think you'll be able to lodge your bazzes eventually from inside the that's software. That's awesome for a small business client. It's it's amazing. It's yeah. it's fantastic, and that's what I was, that's what we're talking about. They're always pushing the boundaries. They've they've got a huge app marketplace, you know, add-ons that you can uh, join in for specific things that you might want for your industry or uh, to run different parts of your business that all connect in together. Yeah. Uh, you know, and every software's got its drawbacks, as we said. It it you know, especially as it's grown over time, it, it did start off with a few features that weren't around. Its inventory is a little bit limited. Um, Definitely. But so, then but that's where add-ons come in. Yeah. So we, we would always recommend this software for, for a majority of businesses. And people just find it so easy and approachable. Hmm. Um, yeah. So we had a client who's bookkeeping, they have a Mac. So they used to do their uh, bookkeeping on an MYV version that's on a Mac, which is a separate thing to the normal MYOB. Uh, they don't they don't work cross <laughs> classic <laughs> different computers. Yeah. It's not the same software that you use on a Windows as a Mac. It's, yeah, it's, and we, and it was even more limited. So they would spend you know, and they're a retail shop as well. So that they'd spend a couple of hours almost daily transactions, entering sales in all sorts of things. Uh, we switched them to zero a couple of years ago. Uh, she spends ten minutes, the same doing the same thing. How good's that? It's incredible. Yeah, saves so much gives time. Them, gives them so much more time to yeah. um, do the things that they need to do in yeah. their business. I mean, yeah, and 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 it really expands your relationship with the client as an accountant mm. because you're talking about live information. You're able to give real live advice. Yeah, uh, exactly. And that, that's cloud sort of, but you know, so that's the same with essentials and everything we've talked about today. That's the same, but. But um, I just find that Zero is um, is definitely the leader in the space. The yeah. If, if I want to run a profit and loss from three years ago, <laughs> MYB will not let me do it, but yeah. Zero every time. Yeah, there's no backing up, rolling over, updating. You'll never have to update. You'll never have to back up. You'll never have to roll over your payroll year. You'll never, you can lodge your payment summary straight from within the software. You, yeah. We even have clients, Dan, who I know for a fact, wake up in the morning and go into their Zero app. That's the first app they open on their phone when they're in bed and reconcile yesterday's transactions yeah. because the bank feed updates daily. Um, I would not be surprised, by the way, with the new um, payment system that's being um, um, installed into like Australian banking mm. to see um, bank feeds updating hourly or by the minute. Yeah. That'd I'd be pretty cool. Instant. Imagine that. Yeah, so uh, is there anything else? To, is there any cons to Xero? Uh, as we mentioned, uh, it isn't as cheap as the other ones. Uh, its inventory is fairly limited. Uh, there were some things that MYOB had that it didn't. Like for a while, you couldn't enter in a shipping address separate to what the client's address was. Uh, but I think they fixed that. A few little weird things like yeah, that. Yeah, a few little weird things that over time they're aware of and they put a priority on certain things at certain times and they fix them. The job costing is a bit of an annoying thing. Yeah. Know. Although they do have cool tracking. So the tracking, yeah, the tracking, the tracking, is, tracking is good. Is pretty good. Yeah. So there um, are some cons, but as you can see, we're really struggling to find them. Yeah, no, definitely struggling to find them. Um, oh, I mean, and there's so many tools that 
um, like find and recode. Find and <laughs> recode. I mean, a lot of people who are just getting into um, business wouldn't really need that at all. But my God, that is the best tool. So you can bulk search for a particular contact or mm. statement description or amount. Mm. Um, and then you can reallocate them in one click. So it could be like hundreds one of transactions. Yeah. You just be like, oh yeah, whoops, I put them to bank fees. And really they were, they were interest. Yep. Bam. And I don't have to can sit fix there them one all. by one yeah. doing that. Yeah. So it's, it's, as you can see, we, we started that sentence by talking about how, what cons we could come up with and we've ended it with another positive. So it would definitely be the one I'd recommend. I think, uh, I think we can probably end this conversation there and just say for most situations, we'd recommend zero. Uh, there are some instances where MYB might be for you. There are some instances where QuickBooks would be for you, but for 95% of the time, Zero is the software for you. Yep, that's the one. So, Tim, I think we might uh, maybe even skip your other thing this week considering we're already at 56 minutes. 56 minutes? Yeah. Holy moly. So, maybe we'll just end it here and... Uh... Can we... But I'll only agree to this if you end this with Pink Floyd money. <laughs> <laughs> Calculator. 